you let this poor boy tell you While I'm sitting here I was doing it yesterday <laughs> Be doing it next year I just love to play my music Whoa! A tickle my soul. Well, here we go. Another alligator in alignment. I hope you guys enjoyed the last one we did with Nate. Um, very, very. I, I, I hold. I just love what what we did. Now, looking forward to working with him again and giving him a platform to further explain his views. On, on, on some of the uh, things that might would might could, could help everybody. Um, right now, let me call in my co-host, my son, Cowboy Donnie. <laughs> hey, hey so Pops, it's always a pleasure to be here with you. Yes, yes indeed. Yes, indeed. Be with you guys as well, huh? <laughs> yes, indeed. Now, we're going to touch on a few subjects here. Right now, it's, we got to say it's the Christmas season. This is... Uh, Christmas is what Saturday? Sure is. It's coming. No, up. This coming Saturday, yeah. Christmas Eve is Friday or whatever. No, Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Um, let me turn this up. We wanted to speak about. You had a subject you wanted to talk about, Don. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, there's been a lot of stuff going on in the news, but um, the topic I found most interesting recently has been uh, the return of Brittany Griner. Uh, WNBA basketball player, if you guys haven't been following the news. She was arrested back in February, I think, March, April, something like that, uh, on possession of marijuana in Russia. Now, she didn't actually have the psychoactive part of the marijuana with her. It was just the CBD, which uh, people use to treat all sorts of things, you know, whether it's sore knees or um, helps them sleep, all kinds of stuff they use it for. Um, but... It is still illegal in Russia, and so she was arrested. And after a trial by pretty obviously a kangaroo court, she was given nine years for a gram or a couple grams of of this of this plant. Now, you know, a lot of people are saying, "Oh, she, you know, she was uh, she was doing something illegal in Russia." Okay, maybe she shouldn't have been breaking the law, but. Um, now there's a study, I mean, there's been, excuse me, not studies, there's been other cases of people being arrested for similar things or with even more of the weed and they get a couple months, is that right? A couple, uh, couple hundred or a couple thousand ruble fine yeah, and, uh, yeah. they return to the families, man, not nine years. And yeah, yeah, I saw a case where a, a lady came through, I, I even have her name, but of course we're not going to go to use that, mm -hmm. uh, and had twice... Oh, well, over twice the amount that of the all that, yeah, that, she, that she had, and she was given a two month, two or three months sentence and fifteen hundred rubles, and she was sent home. Right. So this this should dispel the first thing that a lot of people are saying, which is she did the crime, make her do the time, which you know that's that's all along good if it's reasonable, but it's pretty obvious that considering the. Uh, the international situation spectacle debacle illegal war that Russia's involved in right now um and this is obviously not the case this is a case of them having some star you know an olympic medal winner from america captive and using it as leverage to sort of get um 
you know, get a little arm over on the West. Right. So the first the first big thing is, oh, she did the crime, make her do the time. But obviously this is not equal punishment um, when you compare it to other people who have been arrested for similar uh, crimes or with even more of the drug. Um, now, the second thing that people like to bring up a lot is who she was traded for. There's this guy by the name of Victor Bout. Some call him the Merchant of Death, right? He was this arms dealer. Um, he was arrested and convicted and uh, given 25 years, uh, of which he served 14 of them so far, right? So he would have 11 left if he were to finish out his sentence. But uh, the current administration decided to trade him for uh, this person, Brittany Griner. Um and I don't, there's a bunch of people that have a big problem with that, where they're like, oh, you know, uh, this guy's, you know, responsible for all these deaths. Yeah, I mean, that's terrible. And, you know, of course, we we want to make sure that guy is, you know, punished as far as we can, but we will only be able to get 25 years worth of stuff on him, A. B, it's not like he's going to leave and go back to his international arms dealing ways. I mean, this guy's had a freaking movie about him. Like, everyone knows who he is. Other countries want to get their hands on him. So he's not going to just have free reign of the world. And see, there is an American citizen that we were able to trade for, Brittany Griner. Um, and, you know, she was unjustly uh, imprisoned. She was given nine years or something a similar person got two months for. And uh, if there's any way we can prevent that from an, to an American citizen, we should. Which brings us, brings me at least to my third thing that I've been really excited about and really sort of agitated about. <clears throat> a lot of people are saying, well, you know, this girl, Brittany Griner, like, what has she done? You know, she's just some basketball star. She's gay. She's black. Blah, blah, blah. Like, why did we go and get her instead of this other American that's been there for a while by the name of Paul Whelan? You know, they say, oh, Paul Whelan's an ex-Marine. Ex, uh, you know, he's, a, he's an American hero. And we're just, Biden's just leaving him to rot. The current administration's just leaving him to rot. Like, what's going on with that? Well, just to give you guys the full story, if you haven't heard, come across it, uh, Whelan was arrested in uh, 2018 on charges of espionage. Um, he had uh, been discharged, dishonorably discharged, but, you know, shit happens, from the military a couple years before, uh, was working as a private contractor, uh, was in town for a wedding, and uh, was arrested on espionage charges. Now, at the time, we had still had this guy, Victor Bout, the the uh, what do they call him the merchant of death or whatever and I I don't know if some trades were supposed to be made they weren't made but you know whatever the case may be Whelan's still there and uh, Russia didn't want to play ball for him they didn't want to play ball for him back then and it doesn't seem like they wanted to play ball with him uh, right now with all reports it wasn't like oh we're going to choose Griner over Whelan and it wasn't like oh we could do some two for one deal you know, there's American citizens over there in prison, um, and we're going to do what we can to get all of them back. And the thing is, is Whelan's family spoke out and said, you know, Whelan was never on the table. They said that. His sister was like, hey, we uh, we would love our our, uh, our brother and our son and our family member to come back, but um, just because this other woman was able to and ours wasn't, doesn't mean we should just leave her there to rot anyway. And so all this, all this stuff is really disheartening because I am seeing a lot of people saying things like, oh, we should have left her there, she did the crime, or oh, 
you know, our president just got him, got her instead of the other guy because she's a minority or she's blah blah blah. She's this, and it's just it's just not the case, man. If you take a breath and you look at all the things in front of you, you'll see what this all really amounts to, and what it probably amounts to. And this is some speculation on my part is. There's a little bit of a rift here in America. We're divided. We have a Democrat in office. And so it would make a lot of sense to, you know, there's this white dude that's been there for a while. Or we've got this black chick a little more recently. Let's give back the black chick and let him fight about how unfair it is and affirmative action or whatever BS that people are saying, man. And that's not the case. There's no evidence that points to that, uh, that she was brought back in preference to Wheelan, nobody connected to that has said anything remotely regarding that. And it's just, Wheelan wasn't on the table, man. Whether he's innocent or he's not, of course we want this guy back, but unfortunately he just wasn't on the table. And if we can get somebody back from serving nine years unjustly, or we could keep some dude serving another 11 of his 25 years, like, you know, that seems like a no-brainer to me. What are your thoughts, Pop? I've been talking Um, about The thing is, uh, this girl, a lot of the ladies, the women basketball, the women basketball organization, yeah. they, this, as we know, they don't make a lot of money. No, not even close to what what the guys do, and so they supplement their income by going and playing in, in all these other leagues. And this girl had played in Russia many times. Mm-hmm. You know, she, uh, she had, she had been through the customs with the CBO before. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. that was just, she went, she had to see the, you know. So it wasn't like they didn't know about it. But the Ukrainian war changed everything. And, and yes, I do think she was used as a... A political pawn. A political pawn. Right. By uh, Putin. Um, and, and here's the interesting thing. Wheeler, now you guys can fact check this, but I, I got it from someplace that should be okay. Whelan was offered a exchange for this same guy, the Merchant of Death, by Putin, to our, our, to our former president. And and the the thing is he turned it down. Was it so was it Trump that turned it down or was it Putin uh, that turned it down? Because I don't know if Elon was ever from, on the table. From from my sources, well, check it out. From my sources, okay. Trump turned it down. Okay, turned it turned it turned it down. Uh, now now we can check that. The the thing is, yes, there is a double thing for why we let her out, and the whole thing is, they don't want to give Elon up, Elon up, and his family knows that, and that's the reason that they have come out and spoken to try to put a damper on this. These, and you got to realize that the people who are saying these things are simply because it's the opposite party doing it. Yeah, contrarianism. If, if, you know what I'm saying? If their guy had bought her home, they would have applauded. Mm-hmm. If he had traded her for Whelan, I mean, traded Whelan for the Virgin of Death, they would have given him a hero's welcome home. Mm-hmm. But because it's the other administration, that is that is where we have come when it comes to 
that type of thing here in America now. Right. And we should applaud the fact that we got the girl home. And I know she's somewhat controversial because of her. She was uh, taking a knee. Active, act, yeah, her yeah. activism and stuff. But we don't punish people for being an activist in this country. We shouldn't. Right. We're supposed to have the right. That's to, what freedom of speech is. To, yeah. To, to you, uh, that protects you from the government to be able yeah. to say what you want, do what you want, be a dissenter. Because, uh, you know, that's how democracy works. So I, I think we can we, we, we can have different sides about it. Some people can say, well, you know, we shouldn't have traded her for this or that. And, and, and that's just, these are just differences of, of, of opinion. And that's valid. If you say, oh, yeah, we know yes, we shouldn't have given yes, up this yes, merchant or yes. death guy. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. But to say, you know, oh, she did the crime, she should do the time. It's clear, that's, that's not in good faith because it's clear that she doesn't get the same punishment as other folks. Yeah. You know, and to say, um, you know, some people are saying, oh, she hates America or, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like. Get out of here with that, man. She yeah. she won us a gold medal, and you know sometimes she speaks out against things that she sees that yeah, are wrong she, in this country. But yeah. I think we spoke about this on one of yeah. our early podcasts. Yeah. Uh, that is patriotism. That's the highest form. Yeah. If you see, if you love a country enough to go out and try to make changes, that is what patriotism is, in my opinion. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's great to see she's back. I hope to get Whelan back. Um, I'm not sure of the specifics of his. Uh, of his arrest, I know he was out there. And anybody who you know. thinks that any president, including, I hope, our former president, hasn't been working behind the scenes very hard to get this gentleman back. Mm-hmm. We want him back. Right. Okay? Uh, but but like, but like on this time, this particular incident, he wasn't even it wasn't on, the on, table. On, on the table. But I would like for our readers to fact check what I said. I think the former president was offered to trade him for Whelan, and he turned it down. Uh, fact check it, okay? okay. Um, no, but I, I think I think we have all got to get away from this this thing that's that's happening. We should celebrate any American who is unjustly held someplace. Right. Their freedom should mean everything, and, and, and we shouldn't say uh, because she was an activist or because of or whatever your reasons might be, use that as a reason to condemn the fact that she's free again. Right. We should always we should always celebrate that as as Americans we should do that. It's time for American, and I keep saying this, and we keep saying this. We've got to get to a point where we stop talking at each other all the time and talk with each other. It's true. Yeah. You know, um, there was a, another podcast I was listening to, actually. It was uh, called Intelligence Matters with a gentleman by the name of Michael Morell. Uh, he used to be a the deputy director of the CIA. And he had on a former director of the CIA, our good friend uh, Leon Panetta. Oh, uh, oh yeah, yes, 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 yes. And Leon was saying, you know, back in the day, uh, you know, there's always been this left versus right, this Republican versus Democrat, this conservative versus liberal, this push and pull. It's always been there. But when shit really went down, when shit hit the fan, that aisle, everyone was going across it to really come together, find a common goal, find or find common goals to achieve, find common solutions to problems that we all experience. Because at the end of the day, whether you're blue or red or 
up or down or black or white or, you know, whatever you are, we're all Americans. And the good of the country is should be good for us all. And he was saying that that's something that he doesn't see as often, Theon was saying, that, uh, you know, when he was, uh, you know, uh, serving his country, when stuff went down, these petty arguments, you know, they would sort of dissolve and, and we would all be working together to, whether it's getting a bill passed, whether it's, um, you know, diverting funds for a war or whatever the case is, um, you know, we, we sort of got together, we started agreeing, and now it seems like, um, you know, one side looks at the other side, we, both sides do this, one side will look at the other side and says, if they're doing something, we should do the opposite. You know, if they're, if they're supporting something, we should condemn it. If they're, if they're saying something's not important, we should raise it up. Like it's almost like, you know, strategically mapping out all these issues that you're either one way or the other on. And, and that's not how most people are. Most people, um, fall on the middle part of a bell curve. If you can imagine, you know, everyone's political opinions as a curve, most people fall somewhere in the middle, right? They could be conservative on, you know, gun control, but liberal on, uh, public service or whatever the case is most people fall somewhere in the middle but now it seems like this rift is being created where um you know people are falling in these two camps either further to the left than 20 years ago or further to the right um and it's too bad but Brittany Griner's back you know we should love to work on getting wheeling back 100% um and uh yeah man I think it's a good thing do you have any last thoughts on this topic? Well, like, like I said, we should, as Americans, we should celebrate the fact that, that the girl is free. Um, and it was a political thing by... by Giving her that extended by, sentence. The, the entire thing was politically motiv motivated. Right. And still is being used to continue to divide us. You know? Um, That's a good point. It's just, just an another thing to try to, to keep it keep America divided that is that is the plan and it is being worked on 24-7 now so so people who love democracy who love freedom and who want to to uh, shove aside a bunch of misinformation and just 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 be normal uh, I, I can't believe I'm saying that normal yeah <laughs> you of all people right <laughs> yeah um, but no, it's it's true. Um, you know, one thing I was we kind of touched on that's another hot button topic. I was saying that you know the fact that Brittany Griner would go out and complain or excuse me protest or you know speak out and be a social activist doesn't mean she doesn't love America. And we started talking about freedom of speech, and uh, freedom of speech is a really hot button issue right now somehow. Um, and so I'd like to do a little clarifying here myself. Um, have you heard about Elon Musk buying Twitter? Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I heard about that when I first heard about it. I said to myself, "Uh oh." Right. You know. Well, <laughs> so freedom of speech, as outlined in our Constitution, protects the individual private citizen from the government. Right. So, like, let's say if I'm saying, "Oh, you know, Biden's Biden's this, or Trump's that, or Nancy Pelosi's husband is this." You know, uh, that's all well and good as long as I'm not calling any dangerous threaten, actions. Threaten action. you know, yeah. So what I'm saying is it protects the government, it protects the private citizen from the government with certain concessions, right? You can't yell bomb on an airplane, you can't yell fire in a theater, you can't tell everybody to go 
to someone's house and beat them up. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's certain asterisks, but for all intents and purposes, it makes it so that we can sit here and have a podcast and say these things are good, these things suck, uh, so on and so forth. Now, what it doesn't protect, it doesn't protect the private citizen from the company or from the corporation or from another individual. You know what I'm saying? You can't just go and you know makes make somebody cater to you even though you're saying crazy stuff right yeah, yeah, yeah. um now there's asterisks next to that too like if you remember there was a famous case of a bakery that didn't want to bake any uh goods for any gay people now you can't just discriminate against an entire protected class of people right you can't say oh i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make any sandwiches for for asian folks or i'm not gonna fix any but any democrats car or i'm not gonna you know do this or that um, it, but it does protect against the individual, right? So if I am making a ruckus on a bus, they could kick me off and I can't say, oh, you're discriminating against me because you know that little sign whenever you go to a store that says we've reserved the right, the right to, yeah. to re- reserve the right to refuse service to anybody? Yes. Yeah, so that's not, that's not freedom of speech. And that's what a lot of people don't understand. So if Facebook is kicking you off of their platform because you're saying <clears throat> the COVID vaccine is going to make you grow little horns and a curly tail, that's not infringing upon your freedom of speech because that's a private company. Now, if if you were going out and saying that on the streets, the sidewalk somewhere, and you were to get arrested, that would be encroaching upon your freedom of speech. And so that's what a lot of people don't understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, Brittany Griner going out and saying that Black Lives Matter or going out and saying that, you know, she deserves more pay... That's not her hating America. That's, you know, simply her enacting her rights as a private citizen. You know, it's an interesting thing when Musk took over Twitter. Mm-hmm. You you know me. I don't really know too much about Twitter myself. I you know I I don't. I'm just not a part of that whole thing. Right. Um, Dad thinks Twitter is what happens before you kill the turkey for Thanksgiving. <laughs> right? But. The interesting thing was once he took it over, I, I, I don't know too much about Musk. I, I just know this one thing, that when you give, when someone has too much power, and these days power means money, when someone has too much power, power corrupts. Yep. You know, There's a famous uh, quote, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts, yes. absolutely. And when I heard he was taking over Twitter, I said to myself, uh, uh-oh. And as soon as he took it over and decided he was going to open Twitter back up, mm-hmm. and, uh, whatever he said, overnight, uh, anti-Jewish uh, uh, sentiments uh, on the platform went up sixty percent. Yeah, the use and, of the N word, anti-homosexual stuff went up, you know, sixty or fifty percent, mm-hmm. and anti-black rhetoric shot up two hundred and sixty-five percent on. On Twitter, right? Just just because he t- he took it over, so it's like um, the freedom of speech. We it like you say, it's not absolute. You can't spread hate and 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 clear lies and misinformation. Right. You know what I mean? A company should be able to police their own company and not have someone on there uh, saying that you know you can. Uh, you know, whatever that the that all all of this group are Satan worshippers or, or you know just just crazy stuff. You know, right? Um, yeah. Now, something you you might not know, but I, I I go on Twitter from time to time. I like to check it out. 
Um, something else that Elon's been doing. So he, so Elon bought this social media platform, Twitter, under the guise of uh, being a free speech absolutionist, which means you can say whatever you want, basically you do whatever you want, and blah blah blah. Right now, ironically, uh, this was a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago. Um, if you guys didn't know, everyone's like plane flights are public information, right? So private plane flights are also public information. And so if you want to know where any of these people who go around in private planes are, you can basically just look it up online. Now, somebody had created a Twitter account that was basically Where's Elon that would stream this information onto Twitter. And uh, Elon went ahead and blocked them, blocked a few other reporters that were reporting on this account and how interesting it was. And, um, you know, it's, it's funny that he came on as a free speech absolutionist and then started blacking people that were not releasing private information. There's, he wasn't doxing. Doxing is a term for saying, like, releasing private information. This is all public stuff that you could find on the Internet without looking too hard, you know. And so it, it is a little bit ironic, but um, when Eli bought this platform, Elon bought this platform, um, it was under the guise of free speech absolutionism. And what it really is becoming is... Um, is, is a big cash grab, you know? Um, Facebook, uh, most social media companies are based in California or on the West Coast or on the East Coast, but somewhere on the coast, which happen to be predominantly blue states. And so there's sort of a big complaint that, you know, all these places where people get a lot of the news, right? Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, which was bought by Facebook or even Amazon, which is based in Seattle, um, they are all... They're all, you know, left-leaning, they said. And so I think what happened was, is uh, Elon bought this thing and is trying to turn it into a right-leaning platform, you know, and make, make the yeah. stocks go up like that, which I understand is, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a tactic. But to sort of frame it as, oh, I'm doing this for the public good, you know, freedom of speech is, is this and that, and, and show that, you know, you don't really believe in that, I think it's, it's sort of shown in true colors. Yeah. Um, another thing he's doing is during uh, the January 6th, during, um, you know, leading up to the election, there was some, uh, in 2020, there was some interaction between the federal government and Twitter to sort of try to keep these, and then also during COVID, there's some interaction between the federal government and Twitter to try to keep people from, you know, I don't know, organizing a insurrection at the Capitol or things of that nature, you know what I'm saying? And he's like releasing a bunch of, of, uh, of documents online like to that effect talking about how oh, they were silencing people on the ride and they were blah 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 all this stuff so uh, it'll be interesting to see how this develops but um, you know keep in mind I'm 100% pro free speech oh, you, oh, oh yes oh yes you yes, can't be yes. you can't be peddling information that'll get people injured or killed you can't you know call for people to to take up arms against an individual uh, you can't just do basic common knowledge stuff you can't you know, say we're going to round up all of X minority or anything to that effect. You just can't. You just can't. And to say that you should be able to say whatever is like those hardcore libertarians that say, that say oh, I should be able to have whatever kind of gun you want. If I can fit it, you know, into my car, I should be able to have a big, you know, 50 cal. That's, that's just not practical, you know. You can't do anything. You can't have any arm. You can't say anything. There's limits to, to, to things that are, are right for society to be able to function correctly.
Yeah, and you know, the guys, uh, they taught him as a, a, a great genius or whatever. Um, it was funny, he didn't even actually start any of these companies. He bought, no, no. He, he bought into, he, he bought Tesla. He bought Tesla. Um, yeah, the yeah. thing he was at before Tesla was um, he he started a company that formed to become PayPal, uh, but he didn't even start that. He bought into that, and then it became PayPal, and he got out for millions of dollars. Oh, but, he was involved in PayPal. Yeah. yeah. So he, yeah. you know, I mean, he he he's not a stupid guy. Um, oh, oh no, I wouldn't think so. But but I, he, I don't think he has as much to do with companies like SpaceX and Tesla as, as people. Yes, yeah. people think he yeah. just he just uh, uh, you he, know he bought he bought the companies and the technology that went along with it. Right. Yeah. Um, it doesn't hold any patents, you know. I mean, uh, which uh, there's some things that it does that are good. I'm not. This isn't a dunk on Elon session. Yeah. You know, he uh, he has made most of his Tesla things besides the batteries, which are the really important things. Uh, he's made it open source so that people can improve upon it and things like that. Uh, and you know Tesla in and of itself. I think electric cars are the wave of the future, and you know, <clears throat> getting it, getting a society to a point where we don't have to be reliant on, you know, fossil fuels and things like that. This is an important way to do that. Uh, well, I think I think what's what happened with this Twitter thing is that once he got it, uh, a lot of his sponsors left. Mm -hmm. You know, and and they they left in droves. Um, I and now I hear that the that they've he held a poll to find out who uh, agreed with him running the company, <laughs> right? And overwhelmingly, did, I think they voted him out. And now he says that he's going to abide by that. So maybe if he steps back, well, no, no, no. But he's he came out. and He said, well, maybe we should only have people who pay for for Twitter because Twitter now has a paid service available. So maybe only people that pay for Twitter should be able to vote. And uh, guess okay. who? If that happens, then yeah, who's yeah. who's gonna pay for Twitter and not be an Elon supporter? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just it's 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 funny. I don't know how self-aware this guy is, but he he at least seems to fancy himself a certain sort of person publicly, right? Like very fair, right? With this freedom of speech stuff, with this uh, you know taking polls and and creating policy based on that for Twitter. Like, it seems very democratic and, you know, at face value, it seems very good. But, like, as soon as, you know, it's freedom of speech with information that he doesn't want everyone to see, oh, you can't you can't do that. Kick him off, right? As soon as there's a poll that doesn't go exactly the way he wants to, oh, well, maybe we should change, uh, you know, who can vote in these polls. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not sure... Um, I'm not sure if he sees himself the same way that other people are starting to see him, but... Well, apparently... Apparently, some of the people who he fired uh, were fired just because they reported uh, didn't agree with him, so, so, right. so to speak. So uh, I don't know. So, like I say, I don't know much about him, but I just know this thing about who, who you get a lot of power. It does things, and I don't think anyone. You have to be a very, very special person to be not prone to fall into in, into that trap. To that, and from what little I have watched him, in in the beginning I had very favorable opinion of him, but as I watched him, I I see that mm -hmm. I see that you know, um, and I, I wish him well, but uh, I think he's going to be a problem along with 
some of the other problems you know, at some point. E, the thing about Elon is, is at face value, again, he is a lot of the things that you want out of, uh, you know, uh, a, an, an influencer, I guess you could say, yeah. right? You know, he's got plans to, to expand humans into space, put people on Mars. Um, you know, he's he's got this electric car company and he's, you know, buying a social media platform in the name of free speech. These all sound like things that I could get behind. It, at face value, at face value. But once you dig in a little bit deeper, you you start to this facade that he seems to have created for himself. It starts to crumble a little bit. But you know, if anybody yeah. that's trying to get away from you know from move towards renewable resources, I'm game. Anyone that wants to do things in in the name of science and exploration, I'm game. But you just you dig a little deeper and. Uh, you know, it, it it the narrative changes a little bit, and that's unfortunate yeah, because yeah. those things I'm I'm definitely in favor of. You know, so it's uh, like I say, I'm, I'm I'm still watching him very very closely. He's uh, I'll I'll save my suspicions for later. Right. <laughs> right. But so far. Uh, I've seen the curve going exactly the way it usually goes when someone, someone, when their head starts to get affected by the amount of power that they have. What do they say that the road to hell is paved with? Good intentions. Right. Good <laughs> intentions. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this is uh, another thing. You know what I'm going to do? Our former president is making a ton of money off of his followers. How's he doing that? You know, with, now, well, you know, he's, he's always done it. Right. But, but now with these cards things. Oh, he's got the NFTs? Oh, let me tell you something. I saw it. <laughs> I think it is the greatest con job ever, and I'm going to do it. You're going to do alligator NFTs? I'm going to do it. I'm hey, going to do it. That sounds you like know, a plan. Uh, and, you know... I can see myself in, you know, I can see myself, you know, lasers coming Laser out of my eyes, eyes yeah. and, and uh, you know, you know, I already, I already got the cowboy thing, good thing going, so we don't have to worry about that, you know. But you know, I'd like to be a, a CIA agent, maybe a trench coat or something, you know, just or like jumping out of a plane oh, or something oh, like yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. There you go. Um, and the, the the thing is, I sort of looked in, into that, and I was saying, now how how can I get started with this? And then I found out how he, how you got started. There's a company that NFT or whatever they call the company that's putting the cards up. The company was formed in February, and it was a. Uh, it has a fancy name, you know, the INT or whatever that they call it, but it's this type, this type of thing. But when you go to to the address of the company, mm -hmm. <clears throat> the address of the company is a mailbox. In a UPS store in uh, Salt Lake, no, in a uh, Park City, Utah. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, or, no, I think it was it was formed in in, in Delaware, but anyway. Um, and the they say on their website that they are in no way associated with Donald Trump. Uh, it's not managed by him or or, or anything. That they license. 
his image from this other company. Mm. And when you follow the other company, their address is Donald Trump's International Golf Course in Palm Springs. <laughs> so, gotcha. So I, so I can just see me me get, getting these cards. You people out there listening to me, I'm gonna get these cards, and I'm you know he's charging ninety nine dollars. I'm not gonna do that at all. Fifty bucks, good. It's gonna be coming out. It's gonna be coming out in a few months. I will be viewing them on the show. I want you guys to look at them and say yes. That's it. Oh, are you got, serious, huh? Yeah, yes, yes. Some alligator NFTs, man. I'm excited. No, you gotta no, you gotta know I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But uh, you know, <clears throat> I'll tell you that <sighs> he's literally telling the, his base that you guys are stupid. Well, you know what? I think I might have a theory on why he's doing this. As we all know, Trump's getting ready to run twenty twenty four. And Trump likes to <clears throat> pretend to be for other people. I think he might be doing this in a way to raise money so that he can say, uh, oh, I did, you know, I'm doing all this without uh, any any donations from these big companies, you know. Uh, he always tries to position himself as not within this political sphere. He's like, oh, all these, you know, these lifetime politicians, you know, Joe Biden's been a politician for 50 years and he gets all these corporate sponsors. And so, you know, he's really just a puppet with, you know, Nestle or Disney or whatever these big companies hand up their butt and blah, blah, blah. And so he might be doing this as sort of a, a way to say, you know, oh, I'm I'm raising my money through these these good means. Whereas people are buying these things that aren't going to be worth anything in a couple months and, uh, and and they're getting played out of it. But I, I, I think that might be his intention yeah. behind it. Yeah. And then, um, he, then he may be just the ultimate narcissist. Do you know that he doing his fiftieth birthday party mm. on the candle in his cake? He had the Superman figure with his head on it <laughs> for, 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 for his for his fiftieth birthday. That's so, crazy, so, man. So this this idea is not something he, that just popped up. This, this this is the way he has been seeing himself for for quite a while. Since his fiftieth birthday, Superman. With his head on it, on the cake. I mean, you know, this is documented stuff. Right. I, I mean, I believe it, man. That's that's a pretty out there shit. You gotta you gotta have some sort of complex if you're uh, if you're putting yourself on a cake, much less putting yourself on a Superman on a cake. But you know what? He's gonna make tons of money though, because a lot of you know, and 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 you know, I don't blame the guy. If you got a if I got a, if you got a bunch of people out there who no matter what shit you throw at them, right. <laughs> They're going to they're gonna send you money. I mean, why not? <laughs> well, I mean, you are president, ex-president of the United States. You should probably have a little bit of integrity. But... Come on, he didn't have integrity when he was president. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's not get to, we can go anyway, deep in on this. But anyway, thing, anyway uh, you know, it's just it's just funny. I'm sure I'm sure the comedians are having. Oh, 100%. 100%. That was funny. Hey, so keep an eye out for those alligator NFTs, all right? Um, do we have any shows coming up? Uh, well, I'm still doing my, uh, well, I'm going to be at the Bonton Elroy's Lighthouse Smokehouse in Monterey for New Year's Eve. Hey! For New Year's Eve. Yeah, they're having a, a, a New Year's Eve party, so I'll be there doing my crazy stuff. Um, Bringing the new year with alligators. And I'm going I'm to be doing more uh, public gigs starting next year. I think I'm going to come a little bit more out of, out of my little shell. 
I'm I, doing that, I that turtle sad shot, not alligators. <laughs> but anyway, um, you got another you, song for? Yeah, it? you want to do it? Do it. You can join in on this if you if you like. All right. This is urban rock. I think it is. Make sure you cut that on. Yeah, and I forget. Uh, let's give this a try. It's one of those uh, ur uh, urban rock, I guess, is what you call it. Stick to the rhythm and the 
things that you used to hate. Hey, hey. You're gonna have me away on nothing at all. I think you're moving too fast. Moving One more too time. fast. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Please stick with the rivers and the lakes that you used to. This is Alligator and Cowboy Donnie. In alignment. In alignment. Alligator in alignment. It's been wonderful being with you guys. Um, this is the Christmas holiday. I'm going to do another podcast uh, by myself in a, and do my little Christmas show. So uh, just before Christmas, I will be putting out another one. All right. Okay, and don't and forget. Do my little Christmas show. Um, God bless each and every one of you. Keep you happy. Keep you smiling. Um, we hope that you will keep tuning in and tell your friends. And this is the first time I'm going to say this because it's really hard for me to do this kind of stuff. I don't like saying stuff like this. But people tell me I need to say this. If you like for you to just subscribe and also hit the like button. I never say that because I figure, well, if people hit it, they hit it because they want. I don't want to have to tell somebody that. But people tell people me that that's, how, that that's how you, how you do it. So yeah. I'm breaking down and saying that. If you, you know, hit the, hit the like button. All I can say at this point is happy trails. This is Alligator. Cowboy Donnie, you can still call me that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll see you all for the next time. Thanks for checking us out. Yes, indeed. Happy trails.